0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode, what, this is, I guess, episode 10, Spencer? Yeah, 10. episode 10 of The Outrage. I'm your host, Alain Kevion, Big Al, Al, whatever you want. You know, you could. I'm sure you can figure just it out. You probably, you probably, you probably narrowed it. Yeah, just get my attention. Well, I guess not, because some people can call me other things and I'll, they'll, get, they'll get my attention, but it's not the nicest way to get my attention. Anyways, episode 10 of The Outrage, and uh, lots has happened since uh, episode... Nine slash Ish. ten-ish. Yeah, nine-ish. Nine-ish. Uh, that was recorded a few weeks ago. Uh- <laughs> <And> <laughs> this is awesome. I get to bring this up first. Go ahead. Go ahead. go, no, go, go. No, go ahead. I, I was going to talk about
1: the, um, the servers being down. That's why it's been so long since we've recorded. Right. Is, is honestly, he and I have been, Ale and myself, Spencer, have been free. The problem is, is we've had the Wi-Fi go down couple times throughout the week yes and we've had the servers for our computers go down to the point where i still can't even sign into a computer alan had to sign in so we could record this today yep so we've been having some technical difficulties at the school technical so difficulties
0: that's... would be like an understatement but, but it's
1: been it's been a, a trebulous time
0: very and, and the worst part is like to top it all off the worst part about that is is that um <laughs> we got three weeks left of school and we got to get some stuff done and we can't get it done because well now we can but we couldn't we couldn't because technology
1: the the radio side was down
0: yeah you can't always rely on technology folks that's the big lesson there okay um today uh we got to cover some NHL playoffs hockey because lots has happened uh the Toronto Maple Leafs Spencer suck it the Toronto Maple Leafs actually won a freaking round for the first time in 19 years they took down the Tampa Bay Lightning four to two. It was a magnificent end to the series, and now I'm gonna to totally rain on the parade. Um, now they're down three to nothing against the Florida Panthers as we record this. This is on uh Monday, May 8th. Uh, the Leafs just went down three nothing to the Florida Panthers after Sam Reinhardt's game winner, uh, which was actually last night, which was a Sunday night, which is freaking weird. Thank you, NHL, for that schedule. Do you know why? They scheduled it on a Sunday. No, I don't. Because apparently the Florida Panthers were like, "Hey, like the Miami Heat have a playoff game. We don't want to like rush or have that as distra- a distraction." So they requested that the NHL made it on a Sunday night game. I think it's just another plot to keep Leaf fans out of Florida, which did not work, by the way. But um, like, like it mattered.
1: Like, it yeah, mattered. like it
0: mattered. Yeah, because the outcome of that game was just abysmal. Uh, ab- from what ab- I hear, abysmal. But I mean, listen. The Leafs did what a lot of fans wanted to have happen, and that's just win around. Do it. But here's my problem, Spencer. What's your problem? Well, they won around, but for what now? They're down three to nothing to the Florida Panthers, who, by the way, <laughs> I was waiting for, took it. out the Boston Bruins in round one. Sixty-five wins on the year. The President's Trophy records were shattered and broken, and they made a new record. I'm pretty sure they're the first team ever to collapse like that in the playoff. Well, well I mean, not, the, okay, not, not, not really. Anyway. Tampa Bay Lightning well, uh, also happened in 2019. Vancouver, Vancouver as well. Yeah, but that was the LA as well when they went under the cup. Yeah, but listen, this is uh, an absolute collapse that was an absolute collapse from the boston bruins one that i for one did not see coming i, I don't thought think
1: anyone saw no offense no, no that, really saw it and, but
0: that's the thing that we did say that like although we had the bruins winning the cup in our brackets we were still hopeful that we were wrong just because it makes things interesting doesn't well like, doesn't it's it? more
1: we kind of knew eventually somebody's gonna get upset if it's carolina if it's boston or if it's colorado who also got upset in the first round by the kraken you know, we expected that not all the top seeds were going to get through because rarely do they ever. Kind of like the March Madness, you know, one of the big seeds is going to go down. You just don't know which one. And was it that really to be Boston?
0: Was that really an upset though? Um, Boston obviously was, but I'm uh, the crack in Colorado. Definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Definitely. I had, Col- I
1: had cup champs. No. Out. Yeah.
0: Okay, but they had, I don't know, no Gabriel Landeskog. You had so? Okay. They're a
1: second-year expansion. Kale team. McCarr
0: got suspended.
1: Yeah, but that's not. But that's before, one game. That, that, But that's in the series, though. Before the series. The reigning Stanley Cup champions, the top seed in their division, playing a wild card Seattle team as an expansion team—like you gotta be able to beat them, Jesus! Even without your captain Gabriel Landis, Gog for the playoffs, because I think a knee injury. But yeah, he was—it
0: was not good. Let's put it—I think it he's was. He's been lower, done. Lower body like, for sure. Yeah, he's—he's like
1: he's been done. I think he's been done since like January. He's been out. Like he's had it's problems. Been, uh, since, it's, it's, it's been a hot minute. Like he might honestly like without thinking about it without looking it up, he might have been done all year. Like, I haven't heard his name or seen him in a while since the Cup win, so I know he's been dealing with lingering injuries, and obviously this year was just a wash for him, but obviously that just means the Colorado's going to be even better next year when they get back their captain, but I I was open. I'm pretty sure we talked about this because I believe our last episode was during the first couple of games of that series.
0: No, actually, playoffs were starting the day after. That's like right. our, our, I think that That's our, right. Yeah, Boston... Did Boston and Toronto play the same? No, they were a night apart. So Boston started on the 17th, and then we uh, Toronto rather started on the 18th. I believe we recorded. Yeah, you were trying to watch the game. You were going to watch Game One. Yeah. Uh, b- but you were going to attempt to edit the episode as before. I yep. as I watched, yep. which I did.
1: Add, by the way, yeah, you
0: did. Um, and which was a travesty by the way, because it was an awful game. Awful game. So the, you know, the
1: Brewers did not. Okay, I'll, I'll I was going to say, gonna
0: say like, we should get to it now. I because I think for those who listen to our podcast, I think people have been waiting to hear reactions uh, from what's been going on. And I don't have much to say about Toronto winning the first round other than the fact that I was at Maple Leaf Square when they got it done. And man, what an atmosphere it was. It was absolutely electric. It's everything you can dream of in terms of just the feeling of relief and finally slaying your demons and yada, yada, yada. But now, <laughs> you know, the way the things are going with the the Florida Panthers, I'm obviously feeling uh very much different compared to a week ago, but it is what it is. Um I think it's time for a change in Toronto regardless. Um you can't play you can't go down 3 nothing to the Florida Panthers who don't get me wrong, we're not they're not a bad hockey team. They're just not they're not they, good hockey. Team. They don't have they're not they, depth-wise. They don't have they have nothing compared to Toronto. They have one line and a really good forecheck. Right? See, I don't but, even say that. Okay, so I'll go I'll go over to you then. Your thoughts. Walk me through as much as you want uh for uh the Bruins against the Florida Panthers. You had a three one series lead, you had a one goal lead with about four minutes left in game seven, and you go on to lose in overtime thanks to a goal from Carter Verhage. Spencer, your Boston Bruins were eliminated. Mm-hmm. reactions, analysis, oh, the disgusted. whole thing. Go ahead.
1: Disgusted. I'm absolutely disgusted. It was ridiculous. Um, The Bruins didn't deserve to win. I'll be the first to say that. They did not. I don't think Florida deserved it either, but I can tell you for a fact that neither of those two teams should have made it through. Florida did not, in my opinion, play particularly well throughout the series. When they got Sergei Bobrovsky in the net for Alex Lyon, they looked a lot better. But in spite of that, Boston just played like garbage. They... Too many passes through the middle, too many passes that were lackadaisical in the neutral zone, just handing the puck to Florida, who have shown to the, against the Leafs. Florida is not a good hockey team. They are great at capitalizing on your mistakes, and every hockey team makes mistakes. And that's why, at this point, I don't know who beats Florida, because they just they eat up mistakes. And you can't allow yourself to give away, like, I'll say last night, but in Game 3. O'Reilly with that, Ryan O'Reilly with that goofy pass behind, like, behind the blue line into his own zone right onto the stick of a Florida Panther. Like, you can't do that to the Florida Panthers. Obviously, you can't do that to any NHL team, but especially to Florida where they capitalize on mistakes. Every time there's a neutral zone pass and they pick it off, immediately, three on one, three on two, three on one, two on one, two on oh. Like, I'll never forget, Al. Right in front of the net, I believe it was game six. Right in front of the net. No, it might have been four, because I believe they won that game. It was Lundell right in front of the net, just dangling for like a couple seconds after a turnover in their in their own zone for Boston. It was ridiculous. They didn't score, but it's like those are the situations where they just capitalize on your—I'll say idiotic mistakes, but your boneheaded mistakes. And the Leafs have done it, and they've gone down three zero. The Bruins did it; they lost three straight. Right now, Florida's on a six game heater, and you'd expect to go in a seven game heater. And I don't know how much that break is going to affect them, if it's going to help or negatively affect. You know, that's always kind of the psychology of well, is it going to help I or mean, is it going to d- deter.
0: If you look at last night, that was or that was the first, or not last night, but that was the first break Florida had. Florida before uh, last night's game, which was once again on uh, Sunday, May seventh, they had played five games in nine nights. So, and one them all. And, yeah, like, I mean, the other crazy statistic, too, and it's kind of frustrating, but at the same time, like, I'm not surprised. I think in – I'm going to try to remember this. I'm paraphrasing. So if I'm wrong, like, you know, I I didn't look for the tweet or I have time to find it. But um, two out of the last three years, the team who had won the president's trophy the year prior to winning the cup – like, the team that won the cup in the, like, in the last – uh, out of the last two to th- or
1: f- it'd, be, of- it'd be Tampa Bay, what won the president's trophy? You get what I'm trying the first to say, round. right? You get right. what I'm trying to say. Like, exactly. out of the last, like,
0: so in the last, uh, oh, man. the last two out of three cup final, all I'm trying to say is the team that went on to win the president's trophy and was eliminated in the first, second round, or whatever, and didn't end up winning the cup the year they won the president's trophy, the year after. They went on to win the Cup, and this is the— and that goes back to Tampa Bay. This goes back to Tam, all the way to Tampa Bay, so like, I think there's, the stat was two out of the three teams that made it to the Cup Finals in the last uh, three or four years or whatever it was went, won the President's Trophy, went on to lose, and then the year after that came back and won the well, Cup. You look at—this is Florida's turn now, technically, if you look at the calendar—
1: well, I'll, I'll help you out. So you go back to Tampa Bay. They lost in the first round to Columbus. Yep. winning next 2020. Year, next year they win the cup. The next year after that they win the cup, which would probably be the year that, that doesn't count. But I don't know if Colorado won the President's Trophy that year, but they might have, which is why Colorado wins the next year. Maybe Colorado fits into that that picture. I don't think they time
0: frame. I don't think they did, but that's why I think it was two out of the three winners or whatever. Yeah. So that's that might that might be what it is. Anyway, so now the Florida.
1: Who won Pre- the President's Trophy last, last year and got out, got out in the first round, our second round, I believe, to Tampa. Or were they losing the first round to a Metro team? I can't remember off the top of my head. They
0: beat Washington first, and then they played, I believe, it might have been Carolina. No, that wouldn't make sense. Well, yeah, because they'd have to play. Because the wild card plays one out of the. I feel like it was Washington, man. I know, Spencer's looking it up right now. Um, it was the second round. Okay. Who'd they play in the first round? Was it Washington? I'm
1: checking as speedy as I can. By the way, yeah. Florida had 58 wins last year, 122 points in the President's Trophy win.
0: Yeah, and then they went on to—so they lost in the second round. And they round. got an absolute clunker. They beat, uh,
1: they beat Washington yeah. six games, and they got swept by— lightling in the next round
0: there you go i thought it was tampa i knew i knew i knew there was something with washington last year but uh okay cool um but yeah so that's that's a cool thing and honestly like everyone's like the, the, okay what well, did you pretty much get it all out with the, the bruins
1: yeah they're just disgusted ridiculous and they shouldn't they shouldn't have been in there and that's what's sad al is boston loses to florida played like garbage for most of that series And if they beat Florida, if they managed to win that overtime, which I'll be honest, Al, watching that game, I watched game seven. They were up, I watched pass to score the third goal. Up three two. Yeah, I remember when I, you
0: messaged me too, and I was I, like, "You guys are celebrating I, with like over two minutes to go." I
1: had no confidence. I was like, I was waiting for that buzzer he to go. He did. He
0: did message me by the way. He did say, "I like I would." I I was like, I was like, "This is funny." TD
1: Garden was chanting. We were we were chirping
0: each other throughout. It was kind of fun, and uh, I was As like, I, I was like, I'm just speaking from I'm I'm speaking from experience here, but. That's why you don't cheer before the final buzzer goes, because TD Garden was up on their feet with about four minutes left to go after Pasternak scored the uh, go-ahead goal. And then next thing you know, overtime happens, and Carter Verhage, as soon as Verhage got that puck where he was, I was like, man, this is a goal. Well, and and, he and snipes there was a it. in makes front of Swayman. N- makes no mistake.
1: But, no, I, I can tell you, when they got that sixth, the sixth player on the ice and they had the puck tilted in the Boston zone, I was Horrified. So I was not confident.
0: So what changes now? Like what? If you're Boston, you also got to wonder: Is your captain coming back? Probably not. I which, think his, which sucks. Uh, but, which sucks. But I think I think his career is over. Um, also, I just want to brag about this a little bit more. I told you all: you can go find the clip if you want. I don't care. You are not going to win a Stanley Cup with a guy named Linus Allmark. I'm so happy I was right about that. Yeah, so but happy. You
1: really weren't. It's not Linus' fault. It sounds like he was carrying an injury. No, in I know. In spite of that, Listen, I'm in still... spite of the injury. The Bruins defense was atrocious. I just can't believe it, atrocious. it was. Like, listen,
0: I had Boston going out in round two. I just did not think it. Like, first round no, was. You didn't, but yes, you first did. First round was. I did have Boston go out in round two. No, you said they would, but in your bracket, you didn't. No. I mean, no. But I mean, what I say in, like, I don't know, the bracket, like, listen, I'm going to make the bracket the way I think the money's going to go, but, like, I can say whatever the hell I want on this thing. <laughs>
1: we know, Al. Come on know. now. That's, Come on. That's, this that's is
0: why we came up with this podcast, that, Spencer. That's
1: why you say all the wrong things when I try to educate you. I know. I try. Uh, yeah, I try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try. Okay.
0: So do we want to do we want to talk about the Leafs? Because I don't I don't have much to say about the Leafs other than the fact that they f-ed up. Like this is stupid. Well, it's frustrating. Like what I uh, I tweeted this out last night too. You can go look at it if you want. Uh, at Al Kevion, um, my blank. first first and last names on. Uh, no, no, we're not talking about that. Uh, first and last name. It's on the podcast uh, thing on Spotify or wherever you use to to stream this. Uh, you'll find it, and then was go find my handle. Um, I would have much rathered have them lose in the first round again than have them do what the hell they're doing right now. Inexcusable. Like, don't get me wrong. Game 1 and 2 against the Panthers, the Leafs played unbelievably dominated. But as I'm watching this, I'm also going, man, this is Tampa and Toronto all over again, except this time Toronto's Tampa and Florida's Toronto from the round 1. Because Tampa carried the play in round 1. I don't think Toronto deserved to win. They just... Puck luck, and sometimes you gotta have you know have the puck go your way, and they work to get it to go their way.
1: Yeah, the the funny stat about that actually from the sportsnet broadcast from the fr- game one between Florida and Toronto, yeah. they were the two teams that led the least in the first round. I would think it was twenty five percent for the Leafs and twenty four percent for the Panthers. So like you had two teams who genuinely never really played with a lead in the first round, and now Florida still doesn't really play with a lead, and they're still winning, which yeah. is magical.
0: I mean, yeah, it's... That's
1: what I mean by they capitalize on your mistakes. Yeah,
0: it's 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 honestly brutal. Like, I think the Leafs' season ended last night when they lost in overtime. I don't think... Oh, I do doubt. Like, it, you know, and we talked about this earlier today before we recorded this, and uh, someone on Twitter wrote, would you rather have the Leafs get swept by the Panthers or have them tie up the series and lose in Game 7? And honestly, get it over with now. I swear, if the Leafs win, if they, if there is somehow a Game 6, even... I'm going to lose my mind because implying you haven't already lost it. That's just the f- nah. Listen, I'm already a Leafs fan, anyways. Some people already think I lost my mind, but oh, I know. Like it's just insane how, like, you play not super well, but you you do enough to survive and hang on and give yourself a chance to win. Ilya Samsonov, without him, I don't think the Leafs even come close to making it out of round one. And now he's hurt and now he's hurt i still have faith in joseph Wool though his numbers are really good he was 6 and 1 in the regular season with a 932 save percentage Yeah, in but Leafs. this is the playoffs though he still looked he still looked great yesterday i think the goal if you look at the Reinhardt goal i think he you know his everyone's like oh his five hole was pretty wide open but yeah i also don't think he expected that much of a lack of defensive coverage in his own end like i think it was just caught off guard and he's like oh this is actually happening and by the time you realized where the puck was know well, game's over the goal horns going off and the rats are getting thrown onto the ice so, I mean, it's inexcusable. Uh, I, I wish they would have been out in round one considering how they're playing. I don't think game one and two was bad. Last night, though, was awful. You cannot have a guy like Sam Lafferty and um,
1: Eric, Gustafson. Eric Gustafson
0: carry the play and be your your two guys. When you have a core four who everyone loves to rave about how much they get paid so much and do so little... Mind you, they had 42 points in the first round combined. And now, what'd they do last night? Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. Yeah. Matthews and Marner were invisible. Justin Hall got 20 minutes of ice time, 20 plus minutes of ice time, rather. Don't know how the f that happens. And yes, I'm f bombing that because I'll do what I want. But. um, guys yeah, not that to edit this, that's why. Yeah. But, like, it's so. Ridiculous to me, like the stuff that's going on, and you could tell that with Matthew Nye's being out and injured, it's affected the Leafs' chemistry. There was instant chemistry when he came in, it's just disappointing. It just sucks because I hear I'm you, you're gonna everyone's gonna hear it from every other fan base on how oh, you guys celebrated like you won the cup, but yet you were just you went on to get swept in the first round or second round, or you know, you went on to lose round two. Um, the thing I hate though is that, and this I'm calling out all of Leafs Nation here, or at least the part of Leafs Nation that. Was in Maple Leaf Square or, you know, after the game when the Leafs won against Tampa. We want, we want Florida. Went on to chant, we want Florida. You guys are absolute f- idiots. Thank you for creating another stupid meme that we will be forever associated with until the Leafs make it out of the second round. Or beat Florida. Or beat Florida in any high stake situation. In the first round or whatever. Doesn't matter, yeah. Like, thank you for you absolute idiots why why let's be real i now the reason why i hate it is because i'm i like to think i'm a rational leaf fan spencer There's really no such thing but i'll let you sure that. we're leaf fans anyways i did not care whether it was florida or boston after it was tampa i didn't care you gotta win you gotta beat whoever's in front of you to win a stanley cup it does not matter and everyone's like oh congrats on winning making it to the conference finals uh, no, did you not just see what happened? The number one team in the league just went down. And in my books, that means that team that took them down is now number one. Whether they play like a number one team or not, I don't care. They are now number one. And that's the part that pissed me off about Matthew Kachuk too. Well, now we've got to beat the second best team in the league. No, you, you are the best team in the league. We have to beat you. They, sorry, they have to beat you. Because you did the unthinkable.
1: Yeah, but I think that's the mentality thing. No, it's just like Florida knows Fair they enough. have nothing to lose, right? Fair enough. And what's funny about Florida is they don't win a lot of rounds. Like that Washington series, I think it's their first round win since they won the when since they went to the Cup in what 96 against Colorado?
0: Yeah, like, I mean, they don't win series. When they're when they're winning the series one nothing against Toronto before they made it 3 nothing last night. Fuck, <laughs> I hate this so much. Um they had their first one nothing lead in a playoff series for the first time since 1997, which was which the last time was against the New York Rangers. So yeah, it's, it's it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have much to say else about the Leafs other than the get ready, it's a joke. get joke. get ready because there's going to be a lot of change. I think there's pain coming again, which sucks because okay,
1: it, well I'm we gonna, didn't
0: really get to enjoy. The last seven years, it's always yeah playoffs and then exit.
1: Yeah, first round
0: exit, first round exit, first round exit. So, oh, we threw in a second round exit now. Yeah, Yippee! Yeah.
1: First round sweep, exactly. But no, I think we're gonna end it with this before we switch over to the NBA playoffs. Good call. Is what
0: Do I'm we thinking. want to
1: talk about the Oilers or anything, or no? I don't no, want to. The Oilers to. kick rocks.
0: Oilers, can, rest can kick rocks. Not yeah, fair the enough. In. I mean, uh, yeah, no, no other series has really. Like no offense, got to, my eye. I like Seattle, what they're doing right now. But I, I, some people hate the expansion story. I'm like, man, Seattle did it differently than Vegas. First of all, so kudos to them for you know coming in their second year into the league and getting doing what they're doing. I
1: know their series feels. Do we want to talk
0: about officials?
1: No, no, absolutely not. For me, absolutely not. Okay, no. fine. Any fan base who blames the referees are a loser. No, base. I'm not blaming. Them.
0: I'm not blaming the officials. All okay, of how about this supplementary them. discipline? Okay. What do you mean by that? Okay, uh, Jordan Everly broke Andrew Cogliano's neck, and he got nothing—no fine, no suspension. Nada.
1: Yeah, but you can't base suspensions
0: off injuries. Um, yes, you can. No, you can I'll tell you one thing right now: in minor hockey, if a player gets injured off of a play, you that's can suspend him based off of the fact that he got injured alone.
1: Yeah, but that's minor hockey. That's Fair enough. No, professionals. No. Dude, and, broken neck. Yeah, and I'm not trying to no no yeah okay, discount fine. Andrew Cogliano's I, I know, I know. injury. But at the end of the day, S- okay. So, even so my if problem it, is
0: like, Eric Chernak concussion. Yeah, Bunting gets three games. Got slew footed Yeah, no, he got hit in the head. It was a oh, when Bunting clipped him. Yeah, when Bunting clipped him. Bunting, Bunting got three over. games. Yeah, Everly absolutely sends Cogliano. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, absolutely sends Cogliano into the boards. You could see it like far away, like it's got boarding major, writ- boarding major written all over it. Heck, you can even call it a match with her attempt to injure afterwards. But anyways, broke breaks his neck. Nothing, nothing. Bunting takes two cross checks. Boom, one of the head, and then one of the side of the head slash neck, and then the other one on the back from Sam Bennett. Five thousand dollars fine, but yet a guy who br- had his neck broken by being tossed into the boards, nothing.
1: But well, that's not referees, though. That's, that's no, I know. That's, that's why that's, I said. That's why. That's
0: why I said supplementary, and supplementary di- d- uh, discipline. And there's one more that ha- that had me really. Oh, how the heck is that hit? Timo Meyer got his head taken off by Jacob Truba. The fact that the rule book says, "Oh, if he puts himself in that position, it's not a hit to the head." Listen, you're trying to get rid of open ice hits to the head. That was the motto. That was the, the. Oh, not the um incentive of the league enforcing uh head, illegal head checking penalties in the league was because they wanted to get rid of plays like that if you haven't seen it search it up it's everywhere and the fact that it, that it wasn't called the penalty because they said Meyer put himself in that position and he was leaning forward and the hit was unavoidable therefore nothing man that gave me shades of Paul Correa and Scott Stevens when I watched that hit unavoidable there was a it was a three on one or one on three Meyer was in alone three other Rangers players were there and then Truba hops off the bench and boom unavoidable what do you mean it didn't even have to be thrown I don't know I just don't like the fact that it's been so inconsistent with suspensions and what I'm not even saying because the Leafs haven't gotten calls listen do I think Matthew Knight or Sam Bennett should have gotten a suspension for slamming Matthew Matthew Knight to the ice eh maybe in the regular season not in the playoffs. Uh, the way it happened, like, after looking at it a few more times, I'm like, okay, like, whatever. You know, it sucks. But, like, I don't think it's a suspension. It's soft if it's, it is. But it's, I'm just so frustrated with people not knowing where the line is. And the reason why it, p- it bothers me, Spencer, and we'll end on this. We'll go to the NBA afterwards because I want to talk about uh, Kevin Durant and Nikola Jokic. Yep. Um, the reason why it aggravates me is as an official for me, a lot of people watch the NHL. And then think that the rules carry out like it's universal. Minor hockey or NHL is the same. It is not the same Nowhere thing. No, one near. In the, in, the NH, in minor hockey, that hit from Timo, on Timo Meyer from Jacob Truba oh, it was a suspension. Uh, dude, you're having a hearing. Yeah. You're done for a solid ten to fifteen games. Like you're. That's a match. Uh, you're calling that attempt to injure and a ch- and a check to the head.
1: Yeah, which immediately means you're reviewing it.
0: You're yeah. You're getting. It's an absolute. You're. It's a lengthy suspension. And the fact that it's not there, there are some people that will come back next season in minor hockey and go, that's not a suspension, that's not an injection, that, like he put himself there. Doesn't matter. A hit to the head's a hit to the head. That's why in minor hockey, there's a two or a four. Four is for direct contact, two is if it's accidental. Mm. And it wasn't the main point of contact. No, see... But anyways, I the, George Peros has to go.
1: And not just that, They have the problem is, and this is the problem, I like, think, almost all... Sub so many hearings for any sport if that's football if that's that's i'll say soccer for example for red cards and stuff the problem is is there's no set criteria it's it's like what they say is the criteria and it's like a lot of gray it's not black and white it's not this is and this isn't
0: it's not like the double ihf where oh you know, IHF. double ihf the rules are basically so soft it's r- well it, but, like, it, but, right but, work, but but they're right there but they're black and white they're right there your yeah. foot's in the crease when the puck goes in no goal no goal get out of the crease yeah, yeah. There's any contact you, with the goalie. Any contact to the head. You touch someone in the head. That's a five. You're gone. Five in a game. Doesn't matter if he gets hurt or not. You're gone. You hit him in the head. There's way more five. fives too in the I- 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 Absolutely. And sometimes, it, you know, it's aggravating when they it's called because go- it's going against your team, for instance, I guess us Canadians, uh, unless you're listening and from, you're from the States. Hello. Um <laughs> or from Europe. Sure, Europe, whatever. Um, you know... It sucks, but it's right. I like that's. I will say this. At the end of the day, when you step back and you look at it, I like that it's there. It doesn't matter. Nothing changes. You know what? You know what's what. Done. Whereas the NHL, even being a repeat offender doesn't matter anymore.
1: Well, yeah. Because again, it's inconsistent. You're a repeat offender, so you get this. But then if you're a repeat offender, but it's not as bad, you get this. And it's like, well, if it's not going to continue to increase, then what what are we doing the repeat offender for? Which, again, doesn't incentivize guys like, I'll say, Marshan, but even guys like T- Tom Wilson, who are just going to run guys because they can, and if the suspensions are going to vary no matter how many suspensions I get, then I don't care. The, I'm just, the lengths are ridiculous. I'm just
0: tired of, you know, I guess seeing it on my Twitter feed, like, in terms of, oh, why is this that, but this isn't this? And I'm one of those guys, too, like, oh, this makes sense. Like, Explain it, yeah. Yeah, like... And they it, don't have to, which it, is
1: another thing we w- fans wish
0: we have it's annoying but like just it's so simple like just some clarity like lay down the ground rules okay a hit to the head you're done that's it that's all like you're gone you know oh you do this it's a fine just lay it out and then whatever but the whole guessing game like don't get me wrong my predictions have been pretty good for suspensions in terms of like i called it when i said two to three games for bunting and that he got three i wish it would have been two but because there was no repeat offense.
1: Yeah, but he still sat out an extra game, so technically he sat out 4
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, they didn't need him anyways, but... Well, yeah, they did, because... Then they yeah, put him back in after They the came loss. back, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I just want more consistency, and I think the playoffs have really aggravated me and really relit that flat fire into me again, where it's like, man, the NHL's a joke in terms of rules, standards, and now, heck, you can't even... <laughs> almost every le- referee is also labeled now for different teams. Yeah. Leafs are zero and nine in the playoffs with West Macaulay. Guess who ref last night? West McCauley. There you go. Leafs were I don't know X amount of record with Graham Skillett as a ref. Record still standing. They it was a winning record. So it's like it's sad that it's coming to this point where you can almost tell if your team's about to to get calls going their way or not. And, and you know what's sad is I don't believe genuinely
1: that the referees have anything to do with it. I, I don't necessarily disagree that I mean, that Tim Peel happened. I'm not disagreeing that some calls don't go your way and some calls do go your way depending on the referee. And I think that's just personality. I think that's just style, which we can argue about good or bad. But it, it really does worry you when you think about Tim Donaghy, which, if you don't know, is the NBA scandal where they were betting... He, he had associates betting on games, and there was a documentary on Netflix, I believe, about it, and or I, I watched it, and he was saying, I was doing it for the money, but... He was making money, so, like, you can't—it's it's a lot of gray in the, in the story, but basically, long story short, he was in a gambling ring spending money on games, and he, he, he basically—all he would give the guys gambling was he'd give you the officials and tell you what you should bet, tell you what teams to pick because of the referees. And they made a lot of money. Like the mob made a bunch of money. The guy he was working with made a bunch of money, and I believe he made a substantial amount of money to the point where he got blackballed out of the NBA. Obviously, it went prison time. He went to prison for for fraud and all, and yep. and obviously fixing games. So allegedly fixing games.
0: It's just it's just so frustrating that there's and I didn't believe it either, and maybe I didn't notice it because I just. I, I don't know if I was... That's not a hope. Like, you don't na- think about it, I don't right? know if I was naive to it or whatever, but, like, these playoffs have really made me notice that, like, don't get me wrong, I don't think the game is rigged, but I definitely think there's, like, a bit of favoritism, or not favoritism, but, like, I, that calls go their way. And, like, they even said it on the, the Sportsnet broadcast um, a couple of uh, days ago where, oh, Toronto got two calls. They got, like, two power plays. You know that Tampa's going to the power play at least twice Coming up, and that's exactly what happened. Sure enough, the next period. The one thing I will say I've liked about the officiating, there have been some good games, not many, but you know that if you're going to overtime, they're not calling nothing. Their whistles are getting put away. Yeah, they're getting. And I'm in the okay pocket. with it. I'm okay with it. But at the same time, like you know, if it's super obvious or if it's injures somebody, you gotta call it. I will always stick to that. Um, but anyways, you you mentioned uh, NBA officiating. We're not going into that. We're actually going to go to the NBA playoffs. Uh, the Miami Heat are living up to their team name. They are freaking hot in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler is an absolute beast carrying his team. They're currently leading the series 2-1 to one against the New York Knicks. Over in the Western Conference, I love this matchup. Golden State Warriors and LA Lakers. Lakers, King LeBron James and his boys up 2-1. to one. Um... Man, Jimmy Butler, though, what the heck is that guy on? Like, does he show up to play playoff basketball or what? I mean, he
1: is the quintessential playoff performer. Like, in the first round alone, he went from averaging 22.9 points per game to over 37. Like, it's ludicrous how much better he's been in the playoffs. Currently, after seven games in the playoffs, he's averaging 34 a night. Up from twenty two point nine, so basically twenty three. He's up eleven points. Yeah, they from don't call his him, season they, average. They
0: don't call him Jimmy Buckets for for no reason.
1: And he's a playoff performer. Like he just he shows up when the lights get bright, and it's a big reason why Miami went to the finals during the bubble year. They beat the Celtics in the conference finals, and then lost, I believe, to LA in the end. Um, they've struggled since then in the playoffs, but in the regular season especially. And now they're back to a way that most people
0: would expect. And anything? Anything surprise you so far in the in the playoffs? I mean, for me, I'd say the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, losing the Miami that yeah. five games
1: especially was very shocking. But then Giannis getting hurt definitely did not help that problem. Giannis missing, I believe, it was two games with a wrist injury was definitely not a uh, helpful when you lose your best player for a couple of games. And I'm not a big fan of that roster. And they actually the Bucks did fire. Uh, Mike Bootenholzer. Mike, Mike Butenholzer. They fired yeah. him, so now they're looking for a new head coach. Maybe Nick Nurse. Going did we talk? Did we
0: talk about? We talked about coaching, right? No, that was roundtables. So it's been a while. Nick Nurse fired from the Toronto Raptors. Disgusted, uh, by the way. You
1: don't like the firing? No, I think that's one of the dumbest decisions they've. I in a think while. it
0: was one of those where they both had to do it just because of what was going on with the head office and Nick Nurse about publicly speaking about uh trade rumor or not trade rumors, but like rumors that he'd be fired and like just the way he handled himself with the media, which I guess I understand, but um yeah, so Mike Budenholzer now is available. Uh does Nick Nurse go to the Bucks? I know Nurse is staying on with uh FIBA, Team Canada. So that's good for him, I guess. But isn't it good for Team Canada. Yeah. Well isn't it crazy though, like <laughs> Two Coach of the Year winners. The last two Raptor coaches to yeah, Coach the year, Dwayne
1: Casey and Nick Nurse, both can. Bye-bye. As the most recent coaches isn't for that, the Toronto isn't Raptors. Isn't
0: that funny? Well, I think it's funny.
1: It, <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's it's, ha-ha. it's not understanding what you've got. <laughs> right. Like, And that's the same thing with right now in the NHL. Gerard Gallant just parts ways with the New York Rangers. Now, yeah, well, now, that's,
0: this guy here is which, just not lucky, man.
1: Yeah, he's got so unlucky, in my opinion. But, you know, you've
0: got... Like, that's on him. Management built the super team. Super team didn't get it done. The fuck do you want him to do? Like, you want him to lace him up and go play for him? Uh, I'm sure Gallant, if he would have had his skates on, uh, he would... Listen, a couple people were left on the stretcher.
1: Yeah. No, he he was actually a hockey, a hockey player, from what I remember, looking at his uh, hockey DB page. But anyway, you know, the top three Coach of the Year candidates from last year are canned. None of them are employed right now in the NHL. So, like it, every league and this was well, Joe Joe Qu- NFL. Joel
0: Quinville, rightfully so. Yeah, not, but Joel Quinville, you know,
1: Sutter too. Sutter, respectively, was not a was not a good year this year, and he definitely not handled himself well as the well, year one. No, out.
0: Sutter became uh, listen that situation just became a Mike Babcock 2.0, but like in Calgary.
1: Yeah, and it, and they didn't they didn't fire mid season like they waited. All year, it was
0: awful, man. Calgary deserved so much better, but whatever it is, what it is, Leafs are still in, so whatever. I, NBA, NBA,
1: yeah, and that's the thing, though, is it's like it doesn't really matter. Like as if you're not winning now, it doesn't matter. Like that's been the joke in the NFL, NFL, not for long.
0: Right? Yeah, well, that's been and now yeah. every
1: league's that way. Every league is. I don't care what you did yesterday. I care what you're doing today. Today. If you're not winning today, you're not here anymore. Period. But
0: I, I get they're trying to. This, my problem is though is they're trying. I get that they're trying to hold accountability, but, but it's in the wrong place, and that's where I kind of think, man, are players that sensitive that it's an automatic that a coaches get a coach gets let go. Like, why in hockey? Like, how come Tarasenko and Kane like aren't getting any crap? Like Kapukako, Ale- Alexi Lafreniere, remember him? He went pointless, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, what a bust that guy's looking up to be right now. I'll tell you that, but it's stuff like that. Like the Raptors, I I think this is the season of a failure for the Raptors is on Masai. Well, you because he clearly he made it clear Jakob Purtle was the only move at the deadline. And let me tell you something: they as they might have that team might have been a playoff roster when Kawhi Leonard was there, but I think Kawhi is what it was. Kawhi and Kawhi is what made them what they were. Because they didn't change much other than the fact that Lowry and Leonard left, and that was it. So I think that was on the own doing of Masai. So I'm going to say this. If Masai has a good offseason and makes the moves he claims he was going to make and that there are to be made once all is said and done for this season, then fine, whatever. I'll be okay with the firing of Nick Nurse. But at the same time, man, I'm looking at your players on the court, and I'm, they did not do their job.
1: Now, there's a couple things I want to say here, so I'm going to try to do this in order. So, I think firing Nick Nurse was a really dumb decision. And you hit the nail on the head with what you said. It's not Nick Nurse's fault. This roster was very flawed. And another thing I really dislike is how last year, everyone thought the Raptors were going to miss the playoffs or be in the, in the play-in in the first year. They thought they were going to be a kind of middling team. And they, they exceeded expectations, got sixth, and then got bounced in the first round last year. They come into this year thinking they're going to be better than they were last year, and they take a step back. It's like— Well,
0: I'm—okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. They also had a 19-point lead in the play-in. Ma- make
1: a free throw. I don't even want to hear it. Make a free throw. All
0: right, there like, you go. I like it. 50,
1: 50% from the free throw is not good enough. No, and but, that's, I, but that's, that's— the next point. Okay, go cool, ahead. But, you know, to continue that, I think it's a disgrace that this team—basically flip-flop years. Last year was this year. People thought what this year would be in the last, like— this year is basically what they thought last year was going to be.
0: You're losing me a little bit, but I I kind of think like, I understand what you Like, if you flip-flop
1: this year and last year, it makes perfect sense.
0: Right, okay, I'm with you.
1: And this is the problem with the Raptors roster. You've mentioned Jakub Pertl was the only add at the deadline.
0: Which is not good enough. Well,
1: not just. it. They needed a center. They did. They needed they needed a true center to be able to guard true centers. Like Embiid, you know, also even like Al Horford for the Celtics. But like big centers who put up points in the, the East. The problem is, is the other problem that has been neglected for a year and a half now since Fred VanVleet came back from the All-Star break and played like garbage. They were 28th in three-pointers made at 10 per game. They, they were suck at shoot th- They were three. 28th in three-point percentage at 33.5. They were 27th at field goal percentage at basically 46%. And here's another good stat for you, Al. They were second in offensive rebounds this year. They were 18th in total rebounds.
0: Yeah, see, and you know what? I totally, I I don't even have to look at that. I believe you 100% because, I mean, listen, I didn't watch a lot of Raptors games this year, but every time I did watch and there was a three-point shot that could have easily been made, didn't go in.
1: Like, they didn't space the floor well enough, so even if you add a center, if you don't space the floor, it doesn't matter. If you can't space the floor, the big still doesn't get any space, and you're still dealing with the same problem it just means you have better defense and the thing about rebounds and this is where I'll bring I'll say coaching into it when you look at a high school team without any analytics without like any film there are four things that affect an outcome of a basketball game there's four there's field goal percentage free throw percentage rebounds and turnovers those are the possession enders those four things end a possession you either end a possession with a turnover a rebound a field goal or a free throw right the Raptors didn't rebound well, as they did great offensively, but obviously defensively on the rebounds, they did awful, because if you rank second in offensive rebounds, but 18th in total, that means you'll have a lot of offensive rebounds yourself. They did great on turnovers. They were a great—they did well at reducing turnovers and getting a lot of steals. So they won that. Field, field, uh, field goal percentage, not good enough. Free throw percentage, not good enough, as you saw in the playoff game. And people want to tell me an 8-year-old girl is the reason why they made 50% of their free throws. Are you yeah. on? Are out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> you of yeah. Your mind? yeah, no. I do not want to hear it. Like, I'm not buying that. I I was angry the day I heard that garbage. I'm angry today about it. That's stupid. I'm sorry. You're a professional basketball player being paid between 10 to $30 million. I'm sorry. If you can't handle a little girl screaming while you shoot a free throw, don't get on the court. Go home. Like, we don't need you here.
0: So when it, when it comes to playoffs, Knicks um, and Heat, do you have the Heat closing this out and going to the conference finals? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the Nick roster. I, I do
1: like Jalen Brunson. He's played really well in the second half of the year and the playoffs. I kind of like Randall. He's dealing with an injury, though. So, yeah, I, I definitely take Miami. And
0: then for the Lakers, I think the Lakers take out the Warriors this year.
1: I'm hoping slash praying slash just counting my lucky starts because I hate the Warriors. I hate the Warriors. Just because so they've I, been
0: there too many times, right?
1: Arrogance. They walk okay, around. Okay, yeah, that like, too. They, Dray- Draymond they, Green like, and all that. I, Draymond Green can kick rocks. Like that guy. Oh my goodness. Like dear Lord. Talk about a guy who talks so much trash, and is trash. Like, <laughs> like what a joke. He, you know, like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They like, they walk around like they're the same team they were when they had Kevin Durant, and they're not.
0: Right. They're and then not. and then your Boston Celtics. This one's quite the series two, turning two. out to be 2-2. Two, two. Uh they play on Tuesday, May 9th. Yeah, I uh, just
1: lost uh, yesterday which is Sunday they'll, they'll by be, one point
0: overtime. They'll be in Boston. At the, the, garden. Ce- the Celtics get the job done, right? Damn
1: right they do. Damn right. No doubt in my mind they beat
0: this. This one also interesting. Uh Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets and there were some fireworks.
1: Yeah, you might want to mention this. Yeah, some
0: fireworks last night. Nikola Jokic, former MVP, now that Joel Embiid claimed that. that anyway. well, yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not mean, a fan of Embiid at be all. Be um, how'd you like uh, Embiid stepping on your boy's face there the other night? Did you see that? We don't want to talk about it? We're not touching? All right. well, Embiid can kick rocks. M- Embiid stepped on someone's face and it looked like it hurt. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah, Nikola Jokic. Um, got into it with the Phoenix Suns owner yesterday after going out of bounds. He kinda gave him a little shove, but Matt Ishba. Jokic says yeah, Matt Ishba. Uh Jokic says that um this is paraphrasing, this isn't the direct quote, but he says, uh, I felt the fan touch me. I thought the NBA did a better job of protecting us from the fans, but I guess that's wrong. But when he touched me, I just pushed him off. Didn't really know who he was. That kind of thing. That he, was... he
1: kept saying fan. That's what I loved. Like, he didn't even know it was Matt Ishba. And, if he, and no. if he
0: did know, well, that's just even better because it's like, you know, you're the owner of the team we're playing against. Who the hell are you kind of mentality. And, and like.
1: I'll explain the situation a little bit more. Yeah, So basically go ahead. Go what ahead. happened, so Mikhail Bridges for the Suns went out of bounds and kind of like jumped into the stands. So it was, it was Nuggets ball. But the owner, Matt Ishba, had possession of the ball and was holding it. So Jokic comes over and like, hey, give me the ball. Because he, because in his head, as he said in, the, in that right. quote, that he thought it'd be a five on four because Mikhail Bridges was stuck in the in the in the uh, stands, I believe it was Mikhail Bridges. But anyway, a Phoenix Sun was in the, in the stands with with the fans, and he was trying to grab the ball. And Ishba decided he's not going to give him the ball. <laughs> it's my ball. So so Jokic rips it away, and then I believe as he rips it away, it gets poked out of his hands.
0: A Little like nudge elbow or, kind yeah, of thing, or yeah, it gets
1: kind of poked out of his hands. He looks at the guy like what, what the hell, and kind of like. You can call it a shove. It was a barely a push, and Ishba like a we'll, call, we'll call it flops. We'll call it,
0: it. it a brush off.
1: Like he, yeah, he basically says, like don't touch me. And Ishba, who, as I said on the broadcast, former Tom Izzo recruit at Michigan State, immediately throws the arms up, flops back into his chair, and it's like what a joke. Like I, you know what's sad, Al? I think Jokic, basketball is sad in general. Though. Jokic might get suspended for that. Which I think is ridiculous. And I they, he well, shouldn't. We are worried they might because he's the owner and they don't want you know nah, Jokic pushing nobody. Haven't but heard, like, we haven't
0: heard. We haven't heard anything joke. yet. Like we have yet to hear actually if there's any supplementary action uh, going to be taken from the league here or from the NBA. So I I think by now it might have happened or something. We would have heard something. And, no no Adrian Wojnarowski bomb right now. So yeah, and
1: actually ironically the Suns owner Ishba said he opposes any potential suspension against Jokic after the well, game. Well yeah, because
0: if he he knows if he says something, a he probably gets it the way his way, but. At the the same time i don't think he wants that to impact the series you know like this could go two ways right like this story could work out in favor of the nuggets in terms of like oh you know even the sun's owners flustered we got their number now or it'll go the other way in terms of (laughs) you know we got we're in the nuggets head now like they can you know we can take the series like it's such a big big shifter so i'm glad that you know you read that and that's uh that's the the fact because i don't think like i said i think if it were to be any disciplinary disciplinary action taken right now that would have been done so um yeah but I like the series a lot Jokic and Durant I love that matchup even Devin Booker like good player Uh, well great player actually but um I I I don't know I don't know like there's something about the NBA playoffs this year I don't know if it's there's just something about him where it's like eh whatever I thought I'd be more interested in the Jokic book uh Jokic and Durant matchup but I'm really not to be honest.
1: Well, because they start so late, right? Because they're on the West Coast. They don't start at 10 p.m.
0: Fair enough. That, that's like, true.
1: They get, it is a problem for, I'll say, us East Coasters over here in the East Eastern, Coasters, Eastern yeah. Standard Time. The, like, the
0: Eastern Hemisphere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when,
1: when we're three hours behind them, when they're playing at 10 p.m. our time, 7 p.m. over in the West, like, that's a problem. Like, I, no offense, I got school the next day. I'm not staying up until yeah, 3 a.m. to watch a basketball mean, game.
0: The only night I stayed up that late for playoff stuff would actually be the ho- first night of playoff hockey. I actually watched all five games that were on schedule, which I was pretty impressed. I was tired the next day. Well, obviously. I-, I went to bed at, like, 2 in the morning. But, yeah. Uh, so as we record this, May 8th, uh, the Knicks down 2-1 to one against Miami. That game goes down at 7.30. Uh, Golden State Warriors against the Lakers. That's the night cap at 10 o'clock. Uh, Spencer, baseball. Hardball. Hardball. The, uh, man, is the American League East ever tight or what? Like, unbelievable. And there's actually a great matchup tonight, 635 first pitch. Uh, The Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles. Kyle Gibson, who's 4-1 on the season, goes up against uh, former Cy Young nominee Shane McClanahan, uh, who's got a 203 ERA so far, 481 for Kyle Gibson. Uh by the way, the record's unbelievable. Twenty eight and seven Tampa Bay Rays and twenty two and twelve Baltimore yeah, Orioles. Top
1: two AL East teams. Yeah.
0: Which is unreal. And the Jays are right behind the Orioles in the standings, sitting in third, I believe, or do the yep, Red Sox. And the Red Sox. Yeah. Sox are half
1: a game behind them.
0: Yeah, like imagine that. Like you're third in your your division, but you got a twenty one and fourteen record. That's the Toronto oh. Blue Jays. They're uh sitting at six hundred right now, seven games back of the Rays. By the way, the Blue Jays handed the Rays. Their first two losses of the season. Just saying, just yeah. saying. And, then and the again, Yankees and lost four in a row. The Yankees, just to say, over five hundred, uh, the five fourteen win percentage, eighteen and seventeen record, ten games back of first. But it's still early. They could turn things around. Need to get healthy.
1: Yankees are battling That's, a lot so, of injuries.
0: So how much do you like this matchup tonight though between the Rays and the the Orioles?
1: Is it at Camden or is it at Drop?
0: Why cool. did you ask me that? I had the app open. Give me a second. Give well, me a it's second. It's important
1: to know if it's at Camden. It's or if at. It's...
0: I'm pretty sure it's at Camden.
1: If you didn't know, the it Camden is at Yard- Camden Yards. Yeah. yeah, Camden Yards is where Baltimore plays. Baltimore. Where was played, yeah. The Tropic. Tropicana oh, trust Field. me,
0: people know where Tropicana is. That's a sh- building, all right. Yeah. Worst freaking ballpark in the world. But it's just bad location too. I can build a location. better ballpark in my backyard for it, crying it, out loud. It, it,
1: it's a bad location. It's a bad location. But anyway.
0: But I, like, that's a. That's gonna be a fun. Should be fun watch, right? Sh-
1: should be should be a really good ball game. And you and I talked about how good we like the Orioles, especially if they had a good start. And I they knew. had a good start, and we they had
0: a good start. We knew the Orioles would listen. If you th- if you didn't have the Orioles being this good like this season, like you're, you know, you should probably watch a little bit more baseball. And if even even the Red Sox, man, Masataka Yoshida, they they were a surprise. The Red really? Sox were well, a surprise. okay, a little this bit, year. a little bit, just because their pitching staff still isn't the greatest. But I mean, Masataka Yoshida has been unbelievable. He's on mm-hmm. a. He's on a crazy hit streak right now. I have him in fantasy. What is it, 16 games now? 17? Something like that. It's, it's awesome. Like, he's been great. Um, Yankees, I, I think they'll be fine.
1: It, it's just injuries. They gotta get healthy. Yeah, this
0: is typical Yankees. I don't, I don't know if you remember. I'm pretty sure they had a bad start last year, too. But and there's a saying for a reason. It's a cliche for a reason because it's true and it happens a lot. I, you know, it's not about the start. It's about the finish. Which brings me to my next point here. The, the Blue Jays, I, you know, they got swept. Before taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. By Boston, by the way. By Boston, which yeah, was Fenway. kind of surprising at Fenway Park, yeah. Now they're, they get, um, they, they sweep the Pirates.
1: Who've been another surprise, by the way.
0: Yeah, the Pirates have been crazy good lately, and it's, it's actually been surprising. I'm trying to find, where is the schedule? There is it schedule? is. schedule? Yeah, so the Jays now getting, they're uh, going to the city of brotherly love. They get the Philadelphia Phillies for.
1: Who've been really struggling this year.
0: Yeah, they have. So, well, oh, this is only a two. Is it a two game? Two games? That's it? One, two. I
1: was try I'm counting. Just give a second.
0: Yeah, they only have two games, and then they're back at home. <laughs> the Atlanta Braves are in town afterwards. <laughs> Mr. Corey Brooks is going to be watching that one. This is the guy we go to school with. He's an Atlanta fan, which is. He's a tool. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's Spencer's thoughts. Um, but yeah, I, I really like. Uh, Yusei Kikuchi and Jose Barrios have turned out to be a great story. Kevin Gosman had a couple of sleaky starts in terms that they've been scary. He thought he'd fall off the wagon. He's had a good bounce back. Alec Manoa, still shit. Not surprising. Thank goodness for that because I traded him in fantasy and people called me an idiot for it, but he's only had one good start since that trade. So, haha. Um, And I, I think the Jays will only continue to get better from here. I mean, uh, the Philly ser- the quick Philly series will be a tough... Uh, Tough task for them, I guess you could say. Bryce Harper back in the lineup, yep. quick, quicker than. Okay, explain this to me though.
1: Okay, I'll try to explain it to you.
0: How does a pitcher get Tommy John surgery, and is out for basically an entire calendar year, but then Bryce Harper gets Tommy John surgery and he's back a lot quicker?
1: Well, okay. Then Bryce Harper is an exception to the rule. He's not the rule. He's back after about five months of Tommy John's. surgery, okay, so which is even fast for a hitter.
0: Right, I was going to say how, why... It's, like, it's the he, way the elbow works. Because the UCL, which is what Tommy no, Johnson surgery No, I know, but is, like, why... I just don't understand how this is a thing. Like, Bryce Harper shouldn't be playing baseball till August. Shouldn't.
1: If you think about it. But he, he's obviously hitting well, obviously feels good enough. And the difference is, is when you're hitting, you're not rotating the elbow. It's just one straight shot, which is what's happening. That's why he's only hitting DH. They can't put him in the field cuz he can't throw.
0: Right. Like, that that he, would make sense. That, and
1: that's the difference. Is pitchers can't after Tommy John because they can't rotate their elbow to get the velocity. They can't rotate. It's not just rotate. A swing.
0: Sorry, that was a fun word to say, just the way yeah, you you, I know. you open that. But and you break your leg. Remember that from the last yeah, episode. If you listen to episode, I, I, don't worry, I'm not starting that again.
1: I, I yeah, I I will kick you. We're beside. Me I know no I'm, I'm within. Re- I'm
0: I'm within reach now. This yeah, yeah. this might actually. Yeah, you're hurt. in
1: range, dog. You're in yeah. range. You Better, <laughs> you better watch him out. Actually,
0: hurt too. We don't even have plexiglass this time. Either. Like
1: yeah, I don't have to jump. Nothing. This is
0: very not uh, safe anymore. I don't it's not a safe environment. I'm just oh, kidding. It's totally, yeah, okay. it's totally a okay, safe environment. Softie, Listen, you gone. just said you'd kick me. I don't need well, to. Well, yeah, kicked. if you
1: keep if you keep you keep going on your nonsense. And then you
0: break my leg. All right. Oh. <laughs> he's, got cra- <laughs> you, he's got the wind up. I'll crane kick you. He's got the wind up. I'll I'll put you to sleep.
1: Otherwise pop papa myself, thank you. But...
0: <laughs> night night. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. uh no. out. Uh I'm actually gonna try to go to the Jays games, uh at the Atlanta Braves. I think they uh they've been good. I had I don't really have it's funny. I was like, oh, should we talk about the Jays? And, like, now that I think about it and we're actually on the subject, I don't have too much criticism other than the fact that, like, what the heck happened with Boston? But then they took care of business with Pittsburgh, so I guess that's not that concerning. So, you know, I guess at this point it's just, you know, stay hot. Blue Jays, like, go on, a, go on a run. Like, any other baseball teams that you've been keeping your eye on or – I mean we've talked about how good the AL East is. Like uh
1: we were looking at It's unreal. Uh, I think the I think the MLB power, power there's power rankings put out they're put out weekly. I think it's by the MLB, but there's power rankings. Mm-hmm. And the top three or no top four AL East teams are all in the top ten.
0: Baltimore is second in the league?
1: Yeah, the, I think they put what Tampa, Baltimore, Texas. You, is that the power rankings or just overall seeding? No, this is
0: overall seeding. So uh to Tampa Bay at one. Baltimore, okay, so we'll go like one to ten. Tampa Bay Baltimore, Texas, Toronto, Boston, Minnesota, L.A., the Angels. Nah, no, the Dodgers aren't even... They've been playing really bad this year. They've yeah, struggled. the Dodgers are... Why can't I... Okay, yeah, they've been bad. They're second in the National League, but anyways, the Braves are actually first. Um, is it Sean Murphy that's their catcher for the Atlanta Braves? Yeah, what sure the can. heck is that guy on? He got ninety over 100 points in fantasy this last week. I'm only, I only know because I got my ass handed to me. I lost by like four hundred and fifty yeah, points. By
1: the way, thank you, Cage, and theory with Andy Castle. Look at your scabbable board. That's that's a right. It's joke. unreal.
0: It's unreal how good his team is right now. It's it's actually unreal. And then in t- uh Yankees are at eighth, Houston's at nine, and then Seattle Mariners in tenth. I expected better that, from the Mariners. And That's just
1: the AL, by the way. That is just Yeah, the that's
0: AL. just the AL. If you look at the National League, it's uh we'll go one to ten again. Braves, Dodgers, Pirates, Brewers. Diamondbacks, Padres, Cubs. Cubs fell off a little bit. Uh, Marlins, Mets, don't know how. And then Philly hanging on at the 10th spot. They're going to battle it out with the, the Giants, I think, for most of the year. But um, crazy. I mean, and the Cardinals. What the heck is going on in St. Louis? They've really struggled this year. They've really no struggled. No kidding. Is it Okay, is it pitching or is it the batting? I think they're getting the hits. I just don't think they're getting the pitching. I know oh. Miles McCullough had a bad... Really bad start. I mean, I only watched the one game when they played the Jays in the uh, season opener. But um, actually, let's pull up the roster right now. Uh, let's do pitching M. McCollis, thirty-seven innings. Wow, five seventy-nine ERA. Well, I think it's a mixture of the
1: of both Al. Because yeah. right now Arenado hitting bad. He's only hitting two thirty-two average, which oh. is
0: which is no. Sorry, he was MVP.
1: He was MVP level. Right. You just triggered my
0: uh, my thought that I wanted to go with the Jays. But anyways, and, go uh, ahead
1: and then William, William uh, Wilson Contreras who is their big free agent signing from the Cubs to play catcher after Yadier Molina retired last year. Now he's moving to DH because his defensive ability's been kind of suspect this year. And then you imagine Mike oh, Michaelis has been garbage. Um they're still without their 41-year-old elder statesman and um Adam Wainwright who is right now on the IL. Did he so... not come
0: back? He started
1: yesterday. Oh, did he finally come back? Yeah, he came back. He I think he got it to start. Yes, he did, and he had a bad night. <laughs> Or, yeah, of course, course he did. Like. I
0: think uh, what the Cardinals lost what six to five to the Tigers and extras. I think so. Yeah, ten innings. I think it was. And
1: uh, uh, yeah. no, their o- only good pitchers. the guy I love the most, former Yankee in uh, Montgomery, Jordan Montgomery. There you go. Fantastic for him. Lefty, yeah. So.
0: so, when it comes to the Jays, this is what I wanted to talk about. You triggered my thought by talking about the lineup, is because it blows my mind how they are throwing. This was against the Red Sox. They were trying to avoid the sweep, and they had, uh, I believe, two. Or three players in the lineup. I know who they are. I just got to pull up the batting average so I can see it. No, this is uh, this is today. They're not playing today. They're off. There you go. There it is. Um, Brandon Belt is one of them. I know that. Let's see here. Uh, 210. Well, oh, there's 1K. Okay. Biggio. Okay, yeah. Biggio, Espinal. No, not yeah. Espinal. They had Biggio, Jansen, and Belt in the lineup who are all hitting under 200 trying to avoid a sweep. Like you can't have a lineup like that. Like you can't have them in your like you're trying to avoid a sweep here, a serious sweep. You're trying to win a game and you got two you got three guys in your lineup who are hitting under 200. That is just what the heck? Like honestly, I just could, I couldn't believe it. But I mean, Belt kind of stepped it up. He actually got himself ejected for arguing balls and strikes. Um not sure if it was uh Sunday or Saturday, but anyways, he got ejected, which I thought was hilarious cuz doesn't seem like the fiery type of guy to do that, but you know you got to respect him a little bit. He's got some some rings uh, to his name, so um, I just don't understand what John Schneider was thinking in that sense. But I mean, other than that, there hasn't really been any red flags for Schneider.
1: But but like, it's not their fault they lost. Kevin
0: Gossman's no. worst start of no, the year. No, okay, no, fair enough. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, what are you doing putting guys who are batting under 200 in your lineup? Like, I'm sorry, but you like,
1: we need, need a shake up on
0: some. Sure, awesome. like a little bit, but like, man. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like, and that's the problem with the baseball season, though, is there's so many games. It's like some, once in a while you have, like, those lineups where you're like, that lineup looks like garbage. Why are they out there? But it's because eventually you got to give some guys some updates. Like, Kirk had to go in and pinch hit for Belt on, on the day they got swept. And then uh, Biggio got subbed out as well for, for Merrifield. So, like,
0: but I like, okay, so here's my thing, though. I like Kirk's bat. If if you're playing Jansen at the you know behind the plate, fine. Kirk, I want him as DH. And uh, who else did you mention?
1: But with Merrifield, yeah, with Merrifield,
0: he should be in all the time. I think he's earned his stripes to be on the field as a full time second baseman. I think he, even if you throw him in the field once in a while, to give Kiermaier or one of the guys some rest. Dalton Varsho, he's really come on alive. I I can't believe I was mad. I remember I was ticked off that. I was like, who's Dalton Varsho? Like, who are they, who are they, who are they bringing in for Lourdes Guriel Jr., who has, like, the highest or one of, some of the highest numbers when it comes to RISP, which is runners in scoring position? Um, and then all of a sudden, Varsho is doing this on pace to hit 30 this season, at least, which is fantastic. I hate that word. I can't believe I just used that. And uh, Matt Chapman, Matty Ice. Uh, who was number one, uh, the number one ranked player in fantasy for the first couple of weeks up until now. Now it's Ronald Acuna Jr. who's been on an absolute tear. Which not surprised. I'm just waiting for him to get beamed again, and then he's out for X amount of time, because that's how it goes all the time. Acuna goes hot, and then when you need him the most, or when it comes to a crucial time of the season, <smack> bye bye. But um. Yeah, I I like the overall play that the Jays have been doing. i like a little bit more consistency in terms of the the pitching, uh, you know, like I don't like the fact that Gosman had the bad start, but I mean he bounced back. I wasn't really worried about him. It's more of Kikuchi and Barrios are still the scary ones. Mostly Kikuchi still cuz he had the most bad starts last season. Mm-hmm. Barrios I think is finally in his groove. He's finally what what they the Jays had when they first brought him over. Uh, so I think it's uh it's an exciting time. I think they finally you're gonna see more consistent baseball now throughout throughout the throughout the majors in terms of okay pitching is gonna step up now because they've had four to five starts now with Um, the pitch clock with the pitch clock and everything like that. And I think the bats are gonna genuinely be stifled a little bit. Uh, See
1: the problem with that thinking though, Al, is we're going into the summer months which is normally known with the humidity, and the ball flies Yeah, farther, the ball carries right? like
0: a mile, yeah.
1: So, uh, that...
0: It could, I'm is, just saying. I'm just saying, I think it'll be more like, you know, teams, certain teams that dominated at the start aren't going to be so dominant, and that then... that always happens, right? I guess that is sports, yeah, it's true.
1: Especially in baseball, because again, there's 162 games. We can't stress enough. There's 162 games. Like, it... it there's it's a long-ass so ma- season, there's man. There's so many games where it's like, you know, the Rays are... What was it like, twenty three and seven or whatever? And they could miss the playoffs because they have a bad July or a bad August, right? Like that's very possible. Well, that was the
0: thing. That was the one thing I think we did talk about it on the last episode. Was that you know, as much as the Rays had a hot start, it was also like, okay, check your schedule. Like they played a, f- they finally played a tough content, a team that could potentially contend, which in the and Toronto they Blue Jays.
1: And you mentioned big series t- uh, this next, I think, yeah, Bal- at, at Baltimore,
0: yeah, and so, Baltimore is like, not a joke either. Like well, they're
1: they're right behind them. They're right,
0: right yeah, they're right there. So. Um this is where it gets tough and you kind of see you know if they're legit or not and I hope they're not. I I'm not a fan of Tampa or Florida teams lately. No particular reason wink wink Toronto me please. Anyways, um so no uh-huh. yeah. Um I, I don't know. I think I think the Rays will I think the Rays will stay hot. I think they win at least 100 games. Yeah, I hope Baltimore so. Baltimore comes close. I think Baltimore maybe wins 90, 90 plus. I'm going to say 95 at best and then I don't know, according to Kevin Kiermaier, the Jays are going to win 100, so... Well, think he thinks he'll win that. And then for your Yankees...
1: Well, health. It's If they get no. healthy, they're going to be a playoff team. If they don't, then they're not. Like, one of their big free agent signings in, in Rodon, Carlos Rodon, he's now... Who knows? Because he has a chronic back injury. So who knows if he even plays this year, let alone how good he's going to be if he does, right? And Severino has dealt with a lot of injuries the past couple of years, and... Obviously, Giancarlo Stanton, eh, Judge, you went down recently, he got pulled out, I I think he just had a precaution. That was after, yeah, he
0: slid into third, right, and it it just looked like a nasty slide.
1: Yeah, and he's no
0: Trey Turner, let me tell you that.
1: Yeah, and he's been getting held out recently, so like, that's the thing is, it's just, it's been health, and the Yankees have battled health for God knows how long, it's just last year, Aaron Judge happened to play 140 games last year, which really helped them, and Obviously, he hit 62. Obviously helped him, to modern yeah. record, in my opinion. But, you yeah. know, it, it is one of those things where it's like, I don't know. Like, if they get healthy, you got to expect they're going to be right there. But if they don't, like, well, what are they going to do, right? Like, Cole's having a great start. Nestor Cortez has been eh. He makes me so mad. You like Nasty Nestor?
0: Well, it's just because, like, he reminds me, like, throw the damn ball, bro. Like, why do you need such a long wind up? he goes away with the pitch clock no well yeah but that's fine it no he starts his wind up with the pitch clock it's fine the pitch clock is so you do your wind up delivery and all that and get it get through it it's not for you to throw the ball like once he sets like once you're set the pitch clock's gone like that that's when it counts like right you know the clock's not there for your deliver when you deliver the ball so it's just the leg kicks and all that it's like dude Alex you're not, hater. you're not Johnny Cueto. Alex just a hater. Whatever, I just throw the damn ball. And, and and here you go. There's there's
1: a three pitchers from the Yankees right now hurt. Frankie Montas, who's been out. Rodon, as I mentioned, and Severino, as I mentioned. So that's three guys who probably are in the starting rotation for the Yankees who are not the starting. Yeah, rotation Yeah, Se- right Sever- right? Severino
0: so, is also a big. A I big love
1: one. Luis Severino. He's yeah. so hurt, but I love him so much. He's and then a, Rodon. Again, it's one of those things where I I hate when people talk about. Kind of like remember when the Leafs traded for Jared McCann. From Seattle, and uh, yeah. Then lost people, draft people two weeks are loving later. that one, yeah, yeah. And it's like the Leafs fans were upset about it. It's like, but why are you upset? You didn't lose anything. Like, yeah, obviously you lost a player. You traded, you traded nothing for nothing.
0: I mean, Jared McCann got forty goals this year with the Seattle crack, no, and Alex Kerfoot has scored an OT winner, but you never had him. <laughs> no, right? I, he never I played mean, for
1: you. Never had. True, him. True, yeah. Like, I
0: get, I get what you're saying. So yeah. I don't,
1: I don't understand that whole thought process. Like, like kind of like when Calgary, the the Flames, talk about losing Adam Fox to, to the Rangers. When, he, no, when yeah. cause he left as a, as or, a college player because he didn't want to go to Calgary. Or the
0: Leafs with uh, Noah Hannafin and Mitch Marner. Mind you, the Leafs never had Hannafin. They just drafted Marner instead of Hannafin. That yeah. was the whole thing about, oh, you didn't draft a defenseman and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But um, but, like, yeah. but
1: that's the thing to me. is It's like, I don't understand. You never had him to lose him. Like the Bruins. We talk about that, the draft when they had 14, 15, 16 draft. Seneshin, Zaboral, and DeBrusque. And the sure. next three picks are Chabot, Barzell, and Connor. Kyle Connor. Oh, dude! Imagine like, what your team would be like literally. If you draft those guys, the Bruins won. Like, oh, the cu- they've won they're, a couple. They're, they're they beat St. Louis no matter what. Yeah. In 2019, they might yeah. have another one in there somewhere. But like, and how the hell they afford all this? I don't. I have no idea. They but just anyway. figure it out. But anyway, like that's what I don't understand. Is it's like, but I, the Bruins ever had them to lose? Like they don't have Matthew Barzell. They don't have you know Chibot. Yeah, they were their obviously. Like, options. They but, don't yeah. have them. Like you can say they could have. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. I don't care. They don't. Yep. They didn't. They had nothing. Like they, they didn't lose anything. Like yeah, obviously it's fun to guess and predict, but like you didn't have anything to lose, right? So I hate when fans do that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, I'm so mad we lost this player. It's like where it's like now. You.
0: It's like now the fun one that haunts. There's always a stat or someone that haunts the Leafs, right? Like Carter Verhage, The Leafs drafted him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, a new one, eh? Yeah, right after right after Rask retires. Right after Raphs, yeah, like it just, for a decade yeah. and a half.
0: So, yeah, it's, you know, and you can't all Like, you don't know what they can turn out like.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I truly believe in situation. It's, you could draft it into a certain situation, and it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Like... For every
0: you never you, you know, ne- you never know. For, you never, know. dude. Nail Yakupov, sure thing. Where do you go?
1: Yeah, and, and, and gone. And Brian Burke said who drafted Morgan Riley fifth overall. Morgan Riley was his top player in that draft, and said we wouldn't have drafted Yak uh, of Yakupov even if he was there because we didn't like him. His interview was awful. He just was yeah, you know, just did, and whatever. Yeah. Like we didn't like him. Like he was not. We were not drafting him no matter what.
0: Big mean Russian guy.
1: Yeah. So like that. That's the thing. Is it's like, it's all about fit. Like Morgan Riley fit what the Leafs were trying to do, and it worked. Tyler Biggs drafted by the Leafs in the first round, which everyone thought was a reach, ended up being a reach. Like he doesn't pan out. That was happened. And yeah, you can say they should have drafted somebody else, but at the end of the day, it's all about fit. I think yep. it's way more people more way more important than people want to give it credit, because people just want to say, "Oh, square peg, round hole, always works." It's like, but that's not that's not reality. You can't just say, you know, if the Leafs draft this player instead of that player, you know, everything changes. Like, but how do you know that player develops in the Leafs system? You don't have to trade them, right? Like, it it's a double edged sword. Like,
0: it's definitely what makes sports super interesting because there is there are no guarantees. The only guarantee is that there will be one winner, one loser, or
1: depending on if you're looking at a cup or something, there's one winner and thirty two loser, losers or thirty one losers. Sure. In the same in the NHL Yeah, we, we and the same thing in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But anyways, anything else? Uh, no, I think we covered everything. I think yeah, I'm kind of uh, ready to go home, man. <laughs> it's been. You were not, ready to go home before you yeah, started. That's it. I was. It's funny. He, to came, run away from me. he came over. He's like, oh, "Are you ready?" When you are to record, I'm like, "Oh, shit. like that's still a thing." I was like, "I was ready to go home. Like I had a good productive day. I was ready to go." And yeah, he hit any lies. He did nothing. He did nothing. <laughs> okay. He did nothing. Right. Uh, do we want to? Do we? Uh, do we feel confident enough to break the news on this? Uh, I mean, you can break your news. I don't
1: want to break mine yet.
0: No, you're not. Con- you don't feel. Uh, it's well, not a lock yet. I I believe it is,
1: but I'd rather ensure it is. Sure. You know what I mean? Okay. Trust but verify.
0: So our internships have been secured. Um, Spencer's is technically secured. Just I guess. Wants to? I want to. I want to talk to the people. Fair before enough. Before I. Yeah, yeah we we'll I'll let you do your thing. So I won't say anything. Then we'll just. Anyways, yeah,
1: you can. You internships
0: can... have been secured, and it's. Uh... Yours has been secured, by the way. you Yours just been waiting for that confirmation. Yeah, I have it. Uh, actually, it's in the process where we're getting the contract ready to go and stuff. Um, I will be spending eight weeks this summer. Uh, starting June fifth, I believe is the official date. Uh at SportsNet five ninety the fan. Oh man, that sounds so cool to say right now. Like you have no idea. He's fangirling. Yeah, itself. I'm fangirling a little bit. Yeah. Like uh anyways, so landed our internship at sport uh my internship at Sportsnet five ninety the fan, uh, which is super exciting. It's a it's a big step. Um into what could what's next and what is to come in uh in our my career and well, Spencer's career. He's also got a pretty sweet gig, but like I said, I'll let him uh Whenever, Hopefully, I'll when, break
1: that next week when but...
0: he's ready. Yeah, we'll do it on the next week if uh, you know all hell doesn't break loose again over yeah, here. Yeah,
1: we lose more servers.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah Sportsnet Five Ninety is where is where I'm heading, which is uh, super fun and exciting. Um, I mean, it's still kind of sinking, and I think it'll sink in more once I walk through those doors. And yeah, you uh, see the sign. And uh, it's a lot of been stuff. Uh, real, real quick because I wanted to wrap this up, but uh, it's cool because uh, that's where I have wanted to be. Uh, all along before I even coming coming to the college of sports media, this, that's, just, that's where the end game was the, where the end goal was. And uh, after a lot of uh, hard work, busting your ass off, uh, lots of deadlines and big assignments due and stuff. It's fun to say that, like uh, that goal's finally it. achieved and it's been made. And uh, there's also a lot of people. Uh, I remember uh, in high school where it was like, ah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get there. It's like, yeah, well, you look at me now. <laughs> anyways, I, I had to throw that in there. You could bleep that out. but uh, I, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But anyways, no, it's it's fun, man. It's and Hard work uh, does pay off, and uh, if you want something, you know, going after it isn't the worst idea.
1: But, Al, and I think, I know you're going to agree with me on this, and I had this conversation with another classmate of ours who's actually younger than me. I am one of the youngest kids in our program. I'm only yep. 20. I turned 21 in about two or three weeks. 21. But, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I had to meme that. Yeah, I, know, I know you did. You're, you're a walking meme, I know. Whatever. Anyway, anyway so it, he was telling me how excited he was and how, much, like, how cool these things were. And I was like, but you don't realize the work starts here. Like it, don't think like, just because you secured an internship, that means anything. No, like like, this is where like, you, you keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is where you earn your stripes. Like, this is where you cut your teeth. So like, don't even say, like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is a great step, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. This is the ground floor. You got to get a job next. Like it, yep, and that's so the in, that's the goal. Like in my head, like this internship, I won't say means nothing, but like in my head, it's a grain of salt. It, it, it's a grain of
0: sand. I, yeah, it's not I, the it's not the big goal I, here. It's like, not like the ultimate. Uh, it's like it's one. It's one. It's a baby step into you know the right direction. Still, like yeah, you're no, still you're it, still in that path. Like
1: it, it's a good like obviously it's a good thing, and you know I'll say I'm happy about it. But like at the end of the day, if I don't get the job, what it really means. Right. In my head. So this is where all
0: the work starts for me. I mean, it also got you that piece of paper. Right. Like, Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. That too. But yeah. in spite of that, like it's you know, if you didn't know to graduate from our program here at the College of Sports Media, you have to do an internship. So,
0: have to six yes.
1: to eight weeks Yep, yeah. during the summer or if you have to do it later. Do yeah. It some people or
0: some people also join or like started now too. like uh, yeah. there's a few that are already doing it. So you don't have to, but it's got to be done. Yeah. You have to do the eight weeks, six to eight weeks, regardless. It doesn't matter when you do it, but like it's got to get done. Yeah, you, but, have
1: yeah. To, you have to do a internship. It doesn't really matter. It, it doesn't matter when, but they prefer it during the summer because that's you know when, when we're done. But I I just wanted to make sure because I think that's important that you know as much as it's like hey we've we've sort of made it, we haven't
0: made it. We still got it. it's, deb- to do. it's a foot through like it's pictured like a house with a porch. You know, yeah, yeah. There's you're the, on the porch. You're on the porch, and then there's like that other door. Yeah, yeah. you got to get through the mudroom. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, no, but anyways, it's super. It's super exciting. Uh, I, I don't really know how it's going to go. I just know that I'm gonna try to make it as much fun as I can, and then uh, I'm sure you will too with with what you've landed. I I hope that uh, next week when we record this, hopefully we record this, that you get to break the news. We'll start off with that. That'll be our that'll be our leading story. That we that'll be the header. That'll be the header when uh, we return for episode 11 ish. We should have started calling on that now on uh, on The Outrage. I'm Big Al. That's Spencer Byers. We'll uh, talk to you next week.